Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of The Art Tenders with Mac and Dan. I am Dan, he is Mac. What's up? And this time we'll be discussing a movie, the suggestion of this movie, courtesy of our friend Shama. Hello. And so we're going to be discussing a movie called Bend It Like Beckham. It is a soccer-related movie that came out in 2002 with Parminda Nagra and Kira Knightley. Uh, hopefully I pronounced those correctly, but... I think you mispronounced Kira Knightley. I think so, too. Yeah. But, nevertheless... And, oh, and Jonathan Reese Myers. Yeah, don't forget August Rush Dead. Sorry. Uh, anyways... I fumbled. Failure. Keep okay. going. It sounded normal to <laughs> me. Just keep going. I've lost my confidence. No no no, 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 no. This is the good stuff. This is it right here. You Danny, can cut it, it out if it sounds No, bad. don't. You can't. This is the podcast now. This is my favorite thing that could have happened. For anyone that's listening right now, no, no, no. Please, please don't stop Why that. did I have a question prepped? Please, please, please. He just put his hands on his knees, stared at the keyboard, and then <laughs> I fumbled. <laughs> So, Shaman. <laughs> yes. yes. I, so, my very first question right off the bat, after you. watching this, nothing, Danny, it's fantastic. Um, sweet, sweet relief. So, they, after I watched this movie, I thought to myself, so I'm wondering, why is this such an important movie to Shama? Because I asked you to come on the show, right? And mm -hmm. you said, um, okay, so what do I pick? Because I, I figured, you know, it, it, it'd only be appropriate for you to pick. And... Um, and I think at first there was like this expectation of like, oh, okay, sure. So I'm going to pick some artsy, like kind of pretentious thing. And we're just going to talk about theory or whatever. And then, um, whenever I showed you with the type of stuff we normally do, you were like, oh, it's going to be a like Beckham. And I was like, okay, sure. Well, it, was when, I, about it, was, it was when I saw that Sam had picked Brother Bear. I was yeah. like, oh, okay, cool. So, got right, it. Right, 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 right. This, so, this is the yeah, kind this of thing that we're going we're for. Yeah. So this is, so Brother Bear to Sam is what... Brenda Beckham, like, is to you? A little bit. I mean, I don't have the same kind of nostalgia as Sam does to Brother Bear. I think I have a little bit of nostalgia with this movie. But, like, I watched it as a child, like, when it came out, and I was, like, five. But it was my sister's movie. My sister was a big soccer player. Oh. So it was, like, the whole soccer team came over and, like, watched it with my sister. And so I was just, like, around for it. Uh -huh. um, and it got replayed, like, a couple times throughout my childhood. But, you know, it was more, like, replayed for my sister. Because everyone was like, my sister is, like, Jess. Oh, um, okay, okay, okay. And I didn't really... Was she an athlete growing up? Yes. Okay. Yeah, no. my sister was a huge soccer player. I was forced to play soccer, but I would never have called myself a soccer player. You wouldn't have um, been a Jess. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, and so... So I watched it then again later, like probably my first year of college, and related to it a lot more, I guess. I don't know. It's wonderful, I think. It, it has a very, you know, early 2000s feeling of, oh, like... Oh, yeah. It's early 2000s <laughs> feminism, which is great and funny and... And, like, like so much of the movie is, like, feel-good yeah. and, like, corny jokes. Yes, and the soundtrack and, every, I mean, everything oh, is, is very... is it, feel, it feels very of the time. Mm -hmm. um, but w what I love about it is it has this kind of uh, undercurrent of social commentary that isn't over... Like, they don't overplay their hand at all with it, I don't think. It just yeah, no. kind of is. Um... And so I think the older that I got and the more movies that I watched, the more I didn't realize I was I was kind of missing movies where like it just felt like you were watching your family. 
Oh, sure. Yeah, I understand that. And so, and so, because I was like, I feel like a lot of movies about like immigrant families do the thing where they're like, okay, like here's the old world. This is the new world. The kids struggle with the new world because they want to be part of the United States or they want to be part of London or whatever. Yeah. And that's this whole story. And this one I feel like is a little bit more than that. It goes a little further than that because it, it is kind of that, but it's also about the family and it's also the white family has the same problem. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's about the friendship. And so I, I felt like it was really like wonderfully nuanced it was the first gay character i had ever seen on screen when i saw it as a kid which was crazy um it was the first brown family like i really watched on screen which was also crazy and it was like a young asian woman as the lead which was also kind of crazy um and and it was the first thing it was the first one i saw and it was the only one of those things that i saw for a long time Mm -hmm. and so it holds a special place in my heart so it it, it was partially because so it was your sister's movie, and now looking back on it, you're like, oh, I think this was actually a much bigger part of my life than I realized. Absolutely, was. yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So you said something as well about how um, the 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 themes of the movie just are. Mm-hmm. They don't try hard, and they don't overplay their hand. What, what do you think that comes from? So what do you mean? What do you mean? Like, um, what would overplaying their hand have looked like, and how did they avoid it? Um, I guess, I guess here's what I mean is I think that like some of the stuff like the wedding and the, the brown aunties who are like, have all of these like weird little like comments here and there. I feel like there is like a POV that you could put on top of it. That's like, look how weird and quirky this family is. But I think probably because it's a brown director, like Mm -hmm. Uh it, it, like that's just how their family is and works. And it's not like a commentary per se, like against them. It's just it's, how yeah, things are. It's just how things are. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, and I, and I, I really do think like a big part of it is like, it's like, okay, like, yes, this Asian family is kind of, uh, down on on their daughter about following her dreams, but the white family does the same thing, and I think the fact that they include that kind of balances it out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I that kind of pairs with my suspicion, which was like, um, to, how, to, how do to we me, tie this movie to like other people as well? Or no, no, no. Specifically, like I think that the 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 genius of this movie and why I think that they didn't overplay their hand and why they did a really good job of making social commentary in a super appropriate way yeah. is because it was it was built into the characters and mm-hmm. it built into the story. Like, it wasn't like they went out of their way ever to make a statement because they didn't have to. It was, it was a really there. simple story. Right. It's extremely yeah. simple. I mean, and it's probably a story that you've seen a bunch of times. Yeah, right, right, right. And, and the, the the media for this for uh, like like the coverage and, and the advertising for the movie obviously I saw a lot of before I actually watched the movie because um, this was my first time mm-hmm. I've never seen this oh good I had never seen it I had actually never heard of it Neither until you ha- oh well no okay, you so I had heard of it sports movies yes I've never seen it so I don't know I don't know I don't know why I've never seen it maybe because I don't because I've never been that into like soccer movies either okay. um, was it a girls movie. I maybe, but I, but I legitimately <laughs> never heard of this movie. It wasn't like I heard of it and then chose not to watch it for the entirety yeah. of my well, life. Because it was also it also had a limited release in the United States. Like I think part of why oh really it was released. I think in I don't know, but it was released in the UK first. Oh, and because I'm sure. I have a yeah. bunch of family in the UK, I think that's also part of why they were all like, "Oh, it's the movie about Shanta. Like you guys need to watch this movie." <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know whether like it was a really popular thing here. At first, it yeah. ended up being, but yeah. yeah, 
But so, so, so. So, yeah, I I, I hadn't heard of it (laughs) until, I remember you mentioning it, like, sometime a few years ago. I legitimately thought it was a Disney Channel original movie. (laughs) Right. Just judging from the name. It has the feeling of it, though. The funny thing is, I I genuinely thought it was a Disney movie until I looked it up after the fact because it's on Disney+. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, oh, okay, so it's a Disney movie. But it's not, it's just, I guess. And then Kira Knightley calls Jess a female dog in Germany. Uh, right, and then and I was like, just, oh, no, 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 this yeah. is not a Disney movie. Um, Yeah, yeah, but uh, my, my suspicion, and interesting that you said that you thought it was a Disney movie, because I really, the, for a while, was like, okay, so so I, I was setting myself up for, like, a kid's movie. Not just a kid's movie, but, like, a kid's kid's movie. Yes, no, I was expecting here. this to be geared towards, like, maybe, like, 6 to 12. Yeah. Like, that's what I, that's the vibe I got. Yeah. But then I realized that wasn't age, that was the 2000s. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. it wasn't a kid's thing, it was, that's what things looked like. It was, yeah. it was like, there was a sense of, like, the seriousness in the themes, yeah. but in this sort of backdrop, backdrop that was, like, absurd. As if, like, right. something very serious was happening, but, like, the movie was, like, cheaper by the dozen. Right. <laughs> and, like, like <laughs> <laughs> every, right, but like every once in a while, and like you were saying, it wasn't as much that the movie was had any seriousness to it necessarily. It was just yeah. that the characters took themselves seriously. Yeah, and that's a not great way of putting it. Was it like any any goofiness or or early two thousands ness? I don't. We need to make up a word yeah. for that. Is um was was in the direction was in the writing. Of and it. I thought that was to the movie's benefit mm-hmm. too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like so at the beginning. I, I felt that the movie got better as it kept going. I was legitimately convinced <laughs> at the beginning. I was like, man, this is just not a good movie. Like, <laughs> now, mind you, I was laughing the whole time because it was just like one of those movies that I didn't feel that it was good, but it was great. It was awesome. <laughs> it was like everything I needed it to be. Like a hate watch or like a... Not even a hate watch, but it was like, it wasn't as bad as something like The Room because how can anything be as bad as The Room? Right. right? Sorry, are you comparing my favorite movie in the world? <laughs> We're getting there. Okay. We're getting there. I'm not, I'm not finished. Was it, was it like The Terminator? Go on. The, 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 the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where he, wait, what's the one where he goes into the forest and... You mean the, pre- the predator. predator. Predator, right. Predator. Was it like Predator? There... Actually, yes. Yeah. In, in a way it was that so campy and so bad. Well, because that, like, it's absurd, started... and it's the absurdity, right? That yeah. I think. Uh, let me. I should rephrase. I shouldn't have compared. I'm gonna take a step back. I should not have compared because <laughs> I also had a stroke today. I'm sure everyone here remembered. But I'm gonna take a step back. I I'm should glad. Not have... I'm glad that you've mentally accepted that we're gonna keep it. I had to. Good. Because how can I edit that? There's no point. But I'm not gonna post it if you give me something. I that's, apologize. That's about it. I apologize for comparing this movie to The Room. I was only trying to compare the feeling that I had <laughs> while watching The Room. Yeah. And that feeling was also similar to Predator, right? Because there is this sort of air of absurdity in this movie. It's also the fact that in my head, this movie is called Bend It Like Beckham, and uh, uh, Perminda's character Jess has a shrine of David Beckham in her room. <laughs> they say the they say the words "bend it like Beckham" twice in the movie. Yes. Not just once, but twice. <laughs> Nobody says, "Man, I wish I could bend it like Beckham." Nobody says that yeah. in a conversation. But I think to the movie's credit, it like the writing got better, the stakes got higher, and because. The characters, the main characters at least, Jess, Joe, and Jules, took themselves really seriously in those situations, as well as I would say, like, 
Jess's family too. Yeah. Um, even though some scenes were still absurd, like Jess having the conversation with Pinky on the bed, and Jess is like, "Why do you love him?" and and Pinky was like, "Because I do." And it's just like, <laughs> okay, get over yourself. But this the movie whole Pinky storyline is a is a is an interesting. It's yeah. a cartoon. It's a cartoon. It is a cartoon yeah. that yeah. manages to be dramatic at the same time, and so by the end of the movie, it kind of pays off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the journey to get there is still a really funny one. And But I do have to acknowledge that there were some times that I was laughing because the movie was funny, but I was also laughing because the movie was dumb. <laughs> um, but I don't, like, and I don't think it was trying not to be. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah. I don't, I think like, it, but I think it aided the experience. Yeah. So. Like, I think it's important to like recognize, okay, this movie wasn't the most sensical thing through and through, but, like, damn, I had a great time watching it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I wouldn't... I Seriously, right now, I, I wouldn't mind watching it again. Yeah. Because that experience was such a joyous one that I haven't had that experience from a movie in a while. And I know that, like, getting to that opinion was veiled in insults. I'm well aware. <laughs> <laughs> but all the same, I think... This movie, really judgmental overtone? No. But I still think this movie is really, really enjoyable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I was just curious, uh, like, in terms of star power, if, like, if, if they got Keira Knightley partially because she was famous at this point, and it... Doesn't look like it. Yeah, not really. Yeah, she I think... She was very that... young, and there's, like, a 10-year age difference between... Kira Knightley and uh, Perminda. Yeah. yeah. And then Kira Knightley was in Pirates of the Caribbean the next right. year. Perminda, whenever she was in this movie, I think she was, what, like 28, 29? She, I, think I think she was yeah, 28. So. And let me tell you, if I had to give a gold medal, if I were to give a gold medal to a character or perhaps a director in this movie, I would give it to Perminda and her character, Jess. Oh, really? Yeah, well, okay, oh, okay. We'll, we'll get into that, okay. but, well, because I well, honestly... I mean, okay, that makes it sound like I didn't think she did a good job, and I did, like, I thought she was great. Well, because I felt that her character was, for the most part, written well the whole time, except for the few times that she would say, bend it like Beckham. Um, <laughs> but her character, and, like, I think the arc that her character goes on, and sort of um, what her gar- character goes through, uh, was really fascinating to watch, and I think... Perminda, in her acting performance, did a really good job. And so in those moments when I felt like, man, this movie is really, really absurd, she kind of like pulled me back in mm. to like the actual story of the movie and and what the movie was trying to say underneath it all. However, yeah. when I said that I would give a gold medal, gold medal to Perminda, there was, I wouldn't say there was some hesitance, but there was like, I guess some shock. In yeah, your statement, Shama? Oh, well, no, I... Look, I think she was great. And I do agree with you that the, her writing is, is gr- like... Like, the writing of that character is the strongest. I would... I think that the best actor in this movie, by a long shot, is the is her dad, though. Oh, uh, really yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I, if I had to give... Then I what would, was that? If I had to give it to him, <laughs> then I would I would give it to him. I think, hey, can yeah. you speak on that a little more? Like, what did you what did you get from uh, I guess in particular his acting performance and the story of his character yeah. that propelled you into this 
direction mm-hmm. of thought that... <laughs> Is that an overwhelming question? That well, you it's were... only overwhelming because he used 50,000 words to ask. Simply? <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were ready, so I was just <laughs> filibustering. <laughs> I don't know if you picked up on that. I was just saying big words to just take... Slower and slower <laughs> waiting for her to pick up yes. from you. Well, because I was trying to read her face and she was like biting her lip and I'm so like, oh, What did you no. think of the dad mm-hmm. if you were to say something... Yes. Yeah. My turn now. Okay. Um, yeah. No. I mean, I just thought that it was such a it was such an interesting thing, right? Because he, I think, has the. I would argue that his character has the biggest shift, uh, right? Yeah. Like, I I think that like Jess's arc is the most interesting because like it's interesting, but things mostly happen to her. Yeah. You know, like her POV doesn't really like she doesn't, change. That yeah. Much. Like she gains the courage to like. Talk to her family. But I feel like the, the character whose opinion changes the most is the dad. And I yeah. think that he does a really lovely kind of a uh, very, like, realist. I mean, realistic isn't a useful word to talk about. But, I like, think, one but, that, I mean, but, but a very sense. grounded yeah. way of, 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 of moving through that. And I was just thinking about the, the scene when he goes... Well, the scenes when he talks about being a, being a footballer before... You mean um, a cricket player? A soccer player. We're talking about the dad, right? Yeah. Cricket player. He was a cricket player. He was a before. cricket player. Okay, well. Because <laughs> <laughs> then he plays cricket in the yeah, end in, with, in, uh, yeah. with, uh, with Joe. Yeah, and he played cricket in Nairobi. Okay, yes. So when he was talking about being a cricket player, all, all, I thought all of those little mini monologues were, were great. But the scene that I was thinking of that I particularly loved was the scene where he goes to watch her in, in the soccer game is this? It's the game where she gets in trouble for because a, a girl she calls pushes her a passy another, and she pushes yes. another girl, and then she gets a red card. Yeah, yeah, and then she gets a red card. And I was just thinking about that one because I was like, I got a whole story, and he the the camera wasn't on him very long. It was on him for probably you know I don't know ten seconds of that whole scene. Yeah, just in and out, in and, and out, just yeah. in and out. Yeah, and I was like, like the fact that he was just standing there and like the rest of the dads were like you know around him being normal and they were like are you gonna sit down basically and he was like oh yeah no i'm gonna i'll sit down and then like that he's silently cheering her on and then and then pushing himself back i was like i i wish that i could have just had that whole scene except just watched his face yeah i'm with you there yeah like i i thought that whatever was going on with him for that scene was way more interesting than what was going on in the field and what was going on in the field was like racial slurs and violence so i think that it's a pretty high compliment also let's just say really fast she should not have gotten that red card (laughs) like the sports the sports viewer in me like it's hard not to watch a sports movie now in my age and like look actually look at the sport and like think to myself i don't think there's any way she should have gotten that red card. And the fact that the manager wasn't doing anything, that Joe was just standing there, like, okay with it. Mind you, he wasn't. He confesses to that later. But the fact that it looked like he wasn't, he didn't give a care in the world, that one of his star players just got a yeah, red card? Yeah. Just for pushing somebody? Let's let's admit it. Yellow card, Joe's maybe. kind of a dipshit. Okay, yes, if there's a worst part of this movie, it's, it's the Joe. part... It's, it's not Joe as a whole, no, but I it's the part where they're standing there after that same scene, and he goes, of course I understand. I'm so, Irish. like, where the hell were, were you from, <laughs> coach? That was really good, that was really good. <laughs> of okay. course, of, uh, yeah, no. Of course I understand I'm Irish is the worst line in this oh movie. Oh my god, yeah. Yes. Because, I mean, look, there... 
to just, I mean, it's because I agree. To give benefit of the doubt, like, the English were also known for, like, oh, eradicating. No, Irish, no, but I'm, this is a very different thing. <laughs> Look, I'm not trying to say, I'm not trying to minimize at all what the Irish have gone through. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, I just think it... And, it's and apples and oranges. It is a little bit apples <laughs> and oranges. And I don't think that that's necessarily... I just think it's a funny... I, I just think it's a... I think it's too easy of a comparison to make yeah. on the part of the writing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It feels like we're desperate for a way for him to connect with her. And they are both outsiders. That is true. Yeah, but we do, we don't need to... We don't need to do that, though. There's so many other ways to do it yeah. than that. Like, the experience yes. is yeah. not... Yeah. big time inherently the same like they may understand each other at a very base level but just saying outright i'm irish of course i understand <laughs> is like not the way it is the disney channel way it is the disney channel disney way channel it is also movie. the way to get out of the scene yeah which is precisely yes. what, what that needed line was. to happen yep okay real quick uh we're gonna talk more about joe's dipshittery when we get back from a word from our sponsor all right, and welcome back to the Art Tenders with Mac and Dan. So, uh, something we were talking about uh, briefly in the break was the title of the movie. We'll get to Joe's foolishness in a moment. Yes, yes, yes. But most importantly, because that's just the thing that we're on right now, the focus that we're on right now, is um, the title of the movie. You said as you were typing it out, you said Bennett Like Beckham is an awful title. It has next to nothing to, to do, do with, particularly with the main conflict of this movie. It has so much to do. She says it twice. She does say it twice. <laughs> <laughs> she does. She does. And and you know what? You know what? Tony says it too. I don't think he says Bend It Like Beckham. Tony, a lot. Tony, our friend Tony? Tony, our friend. No. Oh, I, Tony in the movie. Tony Sorry. In the mo- I had forgotten there was a character <laughs> named Tony. <laughs> no, He's Tony quite does- an important character. Yeah, he does come in at pivotal scenes. I don't know why. <laughs> I think it was just like the way I the way I heard it. I was like, yeah, you know Tony, and just like you said it like that. I'm like, our friend Tony? <laughs> Tony seen this movie? Yes, uh, no, Tony does in, in this movie. Not our friend Tony. Tony, would love Tony this does movie. he does emerge at pivotal moments in which is strange to me because if I were to like tell you that like the the most important characters in this movie, like Tony wouldn't really be on the list of people that I'm like, yeah, that's the big one. I, he'd be in, like, I would say, like, second tier yeah. importance. Like, yeah. But I'm it, like, he drives her to the game. He convinces her to leave. Yeah, He's a big yeah, part yeah. of the climax. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's some job that's security right there. You read that script, you say, they're not cutting me. They can't. Mm-hmm. Good for him. But yeah. my, my point is about the name of this movie. I mean, still, it's like, it doesn't... Because I, I find the main conflict in this movie, particularly with Jess and her family, and, like, soccer is just the gateway to go past that, right? To like break the away mechanism by which this conflict comes to light. Right. So it is a it is a soccer movie that isn't inherently about soccer and there are a lot of sports movies like that. I think a great uh, um, example is The Natural. Like The Natural is not a movie about baseball. The Natural is a yeah. movie about God that just happens to do with baseball. But those are the best sports movies. Yeah. Sure, for sure. I think those are all the sports Like Remember movies. the Titans is not a football movie. It's a movie about racial injustice right. through the lens of football. Right. I don't. Um, I can't think of a single sports movie that's about sports. Yeah. You know, what we need to make a movie about racial injustice, but it's secretly about football. Nice. The opposite. No. And so, <laughs> well, because I, I hear the name of this movie, and hence go back to the first segment. I think it's a Disney Channel original movie. I think it's this. this oh, you kid still believe movie. that? No, I mean, just oh, from the name. Okay, I'm yeah, saying yeah, just yeah. from the name. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. I hear that name. So I'm thinking like, oh, like Little Giants. 
Oh, right, right. Just like just uh, something along the Sandlot, just things along those lines because the name is so silly. Yeah. And I'm and I understand that this movie has this campiness factor to it, but this movie also take it takes itself pretty seriously at times. And during those times, for the most part, I would say done pretty well here and there. Mm-hmm. There would be some moments that they would throw in a joke and just like, what the hell is this movie? But like <laughs> the overall dramatic storytelling and the flow of it, pretty solid. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. So when I hear the name Bend It Like Beckham, it I just it's it's this sort of incongruity, it's this um sort of jarring ness to it it's this it is not a reflection of what the movie represents um and so just to use the examples that i just said something like the natural or something like remember the titans like i think those are great names for movies right because it isn't just about the sport but it's also about what the characters are going through sure right so with the natural like he's not it's not just about him being a natural at baseball um Actually, no, that's really that's really it. But there's something like enchanting about the movie called The Natural. Sure. Like there is something holy about that. And there's a lot of uh, uh, religious symbolism in that movie. And then with Remember the Titans, like it's not just about remembering that football team, but it's about remembering what that football team had to go through. Sure. So I just wish the name for this movie was beyond just the main character wants to bend it like Beckham. Right, like I, right. I would say though that like I think Beckham plays a bigger part in this movie than you're giving it credit for because David Beckham you, was not in this movie. N- no, but he there's a shrine to him, and all of the moments that she has alone where she's completely herself are with the shrine of Beckham. Yeah, like all the moments where she's revealing who that's she her is. Right? Yeah, mm. like that's the equivalent. Are with are with this shrine of David Beckham, and so I feel that. He plays a bigger role than we give it credit for. Have you seen the, either of you, have you seen the, the cartoon show Hey Arnold? Yeah. Um, there is a character in Hey Arnold named Helga. Uh, and the main character is Arnold. Helga, throughout the entirety of the series, hates Arnold's guts. I mean, just the greatest disposition you can ever see. More than Iago to Othello, right? Okay. Just hates him. Helga, in her own time, in her own home, actually doesn't hate Arnold at all. She has a quite literal shrine to Arnold. So when I was watching Bend It Like Beckham, it reminded me of the absurdity of that shrine that Helga had. So you can never take it seriously. I could never take the shrine of David Beckham seriously. But I don't think you're supposed to. I mean, like, I mean, I'm like, like, nobody is being like, you need to take this girl seriously as she talks to posters on her wall. Like, that's what teenage girls do sometimes. And I don't think you're supposed to, like, take it seriously. All right, who is yours? I did not have one. Liar. I did not. I did not. Harry Potter? Spill it! It, no, no. No, Harry Potter did not go with the theme of my room at the oh time, and so gosh, I did not so have epic. any posters of Harry Potter. My sister did have a What was the theme light... of your room? I had butterflies. Nice. Nice. <laughs> um, my sister had a life-size poster of Mia Hamm in her closet, though. Wow. And so I was thinking of that whenever they were like, she had a shrine, like she has a shrine to Beckham. They're like, yeah, like that was the inside of my sister's closet. It's like a fathead, right? Yeah. And I don't think like it's supposed to be something that you take seriously, but I think it's the moments where she reveals herself. 
I guess for me, it was the moments in the movie where it took me out of it that I thought like the movie I, was I going guess, somewhere yeah. dramatically, and then. Do you think though that I I do think that like on screen soliloquies out loud have kind of fallen out of vogue anyway. Oh, that I think that's so. That's I don't I, I don't know that that lands very well right it's now. It's too easy for voiceover. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you just voiceover? Why Why would you spend well, all? Well, but that time? also, it's it's one of those things too. Is just like show don't tell, right? Right. Like, why have the soliloquy when you can just. I, I keep having the character go through these and things. I, and I think that it's a fair... Uh, I think it's a fair thing to point out that there's nothing that I learned from those soliloquies that was not already established in those very well-written scenes. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 the big thing, I mean, if you just look at Shakespeare, Shakespearean soliloquies, like, the characters are getting to something and then they reach something at the end of the soliloquies. Right? For the most part, I would say. And they're working through it with the audience, right? But I felt like the soliloquies in this movie... Um, something new didn't happen or like things didn't change by the end of these soliloquies. Yeah, it you. allowed us a window into the character's psyche, which is nice, but I guess I would have preferred that window just through the actions of those characters as opposed to here it is. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I, 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 w- I, I would have just liked to experience that more. Yes. Sorry. Um, I was, I was taken aback at apparently there's taglines. That's the thing on IMDb. And they're kind of dumb for Ben, but like Beckham. Anyway. Um, 2002, baby. T- freaking 2002. Um, so, okay. So, so th- this was, this was going to be my question to you two. So this movie is a little over an hour 50 um, in yeah. length. Uh, which, uh, if it was a Disney Channel movie, is a little long, right? That's, um, I mean, that was, that was my first point of like, what? Is this a Disney Channel movie? Or yeah. I, it can't be. I, I did just remember that I watched an interview with... Um, with Grinda Chada, where she talked about the title of the movie. And I think it's relevant. Grinda Chada oh, is the director yes. of this movie. Yes. Um, and she talked about how they used Bend It Like Beckham because they talked about how girls sometimes need to, inst- instead of being more like confrontational, they have to bend the rules to get what they want. Um, oh, okay. Instead of breaking the rules, they kind of like shift things a little bit. And so I thought that that was relevant. I'm not saying I that I necessarily... Like I was about to say, I like, like I like the thought process to get to that name. I still don't like the name. <laughs> fair, fair. That's fair. Okay, so then what, then what do you think the movie is about that we could name it better? Well, I mean, as, as I said earlier, I couldn't name the better... Um, I mean, I couldn't name the movie right now. I'm sorry to be flimsy, wishy-washy, and just crumble in the moment, uh, as I did at the beginning of this episode. But... Danny is having a day. Yeah. Quite... But I, like I said, I would want the movie's title to reflect not only... Yeah. It doesn't have to reflect just the sport, right? And I think my issue with the movie's title... I, I, I mean, Shaman just revealed something, and I mean, it also like shows my ignorance, too, that it's the movie's title is not just about the sport, but just the first time that I heard this movie's title. And I, I would have a hard time imagining that there aren't a lot of people that don't share the same sort of thought process. No, when, I get you. Like, I didn't, I didn't think, oh, like, this is about girls bending the rules when I heard the name of the movie. Yeah. Like, that's a thing that the director explained. Yeah. And I had like, no okay, idea cool. that, like, a big conflict of this movie is just, it's not, like, getting past family ties, but, like, just sort of becoming an adult and then learning to, like, work with your family and and reach something together as mm-hmm. opposed to everything just being one-sided. Yeah. 
I just I just wish there was a name better reflecting that because I just felt that there was a lot of absurdity in the name. We need to get to Joe. Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Is I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say outright out front is Joe a good character in this movie? Ooh. What is by, uh, yeah? By, what, good. By, by what? Yeah. By what? By what? What rubric? Um. Okay. So show so, your workings. Okay. <laughs> well, because I also felt maybe this is coming from too. I didn't think Joe was the best coach. Uh, yeah. I felt like I mean for obvious reasons, and we see it throughout the movie. He hits on his players too that, much. That's, that's I mean he to shouldn't be, be to begin with. Yeah. It seems to be a motivation. That shouldn't be the case <laughs> at all. Like, there's a clear conflict of interest, and he needs to he needs to quit ASAP or uh-huh. needs to get fired ASAP. For sure. For I was sure. also foggy on how old Joe is. I wanted oh, to know. Yeah, that's a good point. So that's a good point <laughs> because so so even though <clears throat> excuse me, uh, even though Perminda Nagra is uh, eight, her character is eighteen in the movie. Jess is eighteen. The actress was 28. However, the character was 18, or we presume to be 18, right? And so, legal, fine, but still, kind of, it's, I mean, she's still a high schooler. It's iffy. It's a little, it's a little Because I think this movie takes place in, like, the summer break in between, That was the feeling I that guess. I got, yeah. yeah. Even though she was just accepted into university. I don't really understand how the inner workings of the uh, school uh, system. Maybe it was a gap year. Well, you know. Maybe. I was assuming that year as well. Yeah, because also, because I'm like, because it seemed like the rest of the girls on the team were like adults. Yeah. It did, like, that was the impression that I got. Also, fun fact that I think a lot of the players that they had cast were like soccer players. Like, they didn't cast out. I was about to say that as well. Yeah. The, um, very, very, very few times in sports movies, am I watching it, like, like the, the actual playing of the sport and thinking to myself, that actually looks really solid. That looks really good. Especially early 2000 sports movies. They all look trash. But, um, specifically all the B-roll they got with um, Parmenda Nagra and Kira Knightley was really legit. I was yeah, like, it looked great. Oh, you guys actually look yeah. like really good And I players. thought like the cutting and the cinematography, for the most part, uh, either in the practices or in the games, uh-huh. like I felt like just gave us enough, right? Yeah. Like it, of course, there there's always going to be times like as a sports fan, I'm going to want to see just more of the sport because I just like watching. Right. Um, really. But like I was able... <laughs> I was able... <laughs> To still enjoy, like, the amount that they put in and the stylistic approach of how they were presenting it in the movie. And it didn't feel like I was losing any of the sport, per se, but I was getting enough. And I was like, this looks good. I kind of understand what's happening. And this is a great way to montage the the sort of events. Yeah. Um, The other thing that I think is very important to, to, to note is that... This is like one of your favorite movies of childhood, and you don't even really like sports all that much. No, no, I, I, I have no interest in sports, uh, really at all. So, so the movies must have done something. Yes. Um, but uh, so let, let's say this. Let's say that um, producers come in. You guys are the writers of the movie, or whatever. Producers come in. They say, okay, we need Joe to be more likable. And you're like, okay, well, we don't really, I mean, like, we're, like, today is the day of the shoot. We don't really have any time to rewrite anything. So we don't, we'll just, we'll just cut stuff. We'll just cut things from Joe. What's the thing that you cut to make Joe more likable? Jonathan Reese Myers is just too seductive. 
Yeah, he's too sexy. So you're sexy. saying he's you recast? He is too hot. He's you're really sexy. Recast? I'm not going to lie. I am comfortable in my heterosexuality, sex, whatever, uh, heterosexuality. But if Jonathan Reese Myers at that age came in and was like, let's do it. And I, I, I'd say yes. Yeah. I would say yes. Dude there's, is a god. There's nothing that he does that isn't sensual. Yeah, that's fair. And so it's hard. To so it would have been recast. Well, no, because the thing is, I'm like, I don't know that you need him to be more likable because I think he's very likable. I think you need him to be like less problematic and like more Fair. pragmatic like, and, and more practical. Uh, like I don't know. So frankly, there was like, also the I... scene where he was looking through the window, and I'm like, that's kind of weird. <laughs> he was yeah. looking through the window at like, um, I guess the 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 pre pre-wedding celebration. Yeah, really? Okay, here's what I think. The engagement I think party. That, I think that to make Joe better, the romance just has to happen later. Uh-huh. Like, the massaging of her foot and the, like, yeah. being, like, it's okay about her, the scar on her leg and all of that. Like, that stuff just needs to be less sensual. And so there needs to be a way for that to be a thing that mm-hmm. he is doing as a coach that he, like, either does to other players as well. Yeah. Or, like, something. I think it, it, the romance is, like, part of the story, fine. But it, it just needs to happen later. I think, and I think also, like, I think his character should have been tougher at the beginning. Because can you imagine, like, because I, I was just thinking it from my point of view. If I was heading a practice. Yeah. And one of the newer players on the team, for some reason, wasn't participating in the practice and is just sitting in the stands, I would be livid. You're wasting my time like this? I thought you came here because you wanted to play, and now you're sitting on the stands? Go home. Don't show up again. And mind you, I wouldn't expect, because you need the story to progress, I wouldn't expect him to go that hard. (laughs) But, like, he wasn't upset, period. Yeah, he like, was understanding. Like, I'm like him making too her, much. her him making her run laps, him yelling at her in the locker room. Like though, I needed more of that. Yeah, I'm like, okay, this is what coaches do. Coaches to do this. Yeah, to my understanding, I have no practical experience to back this up. There's, I mean, there's got to be a balance of like supporting your players, but also like discipline. Well, also, there, like, no matter what you do, there has to there has to be a very clear reason behind it or knowledge behind it that was very clearly not there with Jonathan Reese Myers. Like, he just, you could tell, the, it was so embarrassing. That was the one part of, like, the sports element of the movie where I was like, okay, you're an actor playing a coach. You clearly have no idea what's going on right now. I never, I never felt like you actually... It's also well, I mean, like... And I think it's like, I think that's part of, like, part of, like, everybody in the team being professional soccer players is like, I'm like, okay, all the players are clearly better at this than you. Yeah, yeah. right. Right. And the, and the stakes of the situation, too, because this isn't his end goal to be a coach of this team. Like, he wants to move up. And so... The stakes of that while he's coaching was not there, period. I, I would agree uh-huh. with that 100%. Uh-huh. Yeah. That there, it, I never felt the drive of him as a coach to not know, like, because I felt the drive of him wanting the team to do well, but I never felt the drive of him pushing beyond that. Like, I never saw or felt that objective, period, throughout the entirety of the movie. And I would feel like that's really important to him especially since like he can't play soccer again so that i mean that's got to be huge for him right and he even talks about in the movie that he doesn't even talk to his dad and partially because right now at this moment he is coaching a women's team Mm -hmm. and that's a 
big reason why he hasn't received closure on that relationship. So one would assume that he would have a bigger drive to go beyond just this team. And that wasn't shown in this movie at all. And and that's one of the bigger disappointing things that I felt with this character. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sweet. So, um, <laughs> we agree with Joe. Yeah. So, I, I guess here's here's my next uh, question. I'm I'm wondering what is um, what what is your steal and what is your cut? Meaning, what is something that you you are potentially going to steal in the future? And like, what you make eventually, like like the art that you make, writing or directing or whatever, acting. Um, what is something from this movie that you feel like you would potentially steal and use in the future? And what is something where you're like, that should not have been in the movie. They should have gotten rid of that. I thought um, a lot of the familial relationships in this movie was well done. And for the most part, like it had the right amount of seriousness and stakes in the situation yeah. as well as like, being a comedy and sort of like sprinkling it with absurdity, like um, Jules's mother accusing uh, both her daughter and Jess of being lesbians, and the uh, Jess's family not understanding. <laughs> That's my favorite. Um, yeah. in the whole movie. Like she's lesbian. I thought she was a Pisces, right? Yeah. Or like it's just like things along those lines, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah, like yeah, yeah. there were there were moments like that throughout the movie. That was like, oh, this is great, you know, yeah, right. and. It's just like funny little moments, but also the the sort of tug, like push and pull relationship of Jess and her parents. Like fundamentally, that relationship felt like a very real one. I agree. Um, and so like I could also see very much so parents being like, "You're so selfish. I can't believe you. This like you you should be doing this for us." And it's just like we like. Like, parents are so capable of doing that, like, accusing their children of being selfish when they themselves are extremely selfish. And that's not no, not so much a judgment statement, that's just, like, fact of the matter, yeah. right? So I, I really enjoyed a lot of this movie's familial relationships, and those were, for the most part, the scenes that I enjoyed the most. Even though a lot of them were the same, which was a shame, because, because there were always... Oh, Jess got caught doing the thing again. You're in big trouble, Jess. I can't believe you. And that scene happened like five times. <laughs> and that's like the only disappointing yeah. thing in that sort of like arc of the story. Yeah. And so it felt like the change of the dad's point of view at the end was pretty sudden. It felt like because it felt like his mind just changed suddenly, even though there were pieces of that throughout the movie. But I didn't feel like those pieces were big enough, nor did we see that in the father mm. big enough. Um... But still, to the point, I thought uh, just the inherent relationships between the daughter and the parents was a very well-done one. And that's something that um, I would like more movies to take from. Uh -huh. What about either of you? Is, is there anything in particular that you For, would... First deal? First yeah. Oh, yeah. My favorite scene in the movie is the little clip right after they win the game and Gurdjieff, she does this. She has a scene like this in Blinded by the Light too. That like that just kind of like gets me every time. It makes me kind of emotional. Where like she does such a great job of like marrying cultures. Oh. Um, yeah. And so the scene right after they have won their big game and all the girls are in the locker room helping her put her sari back on. 
I do. Oh, I was thank like, you for saying that. I, like, I forgot oh that scene. Okay. That I was, was I love that, that scene. Was a, and, and it like, it like makes me like emotional. And there's a, it's the scene in Blinded by the Light where like he walks into like the Asian dance club, but is playing his Springsteen. Springsteen. Oh. And it's, it's like these moments where she, she is able to like marry the two cultures in such a like, such a tender way. Yes. And and it feels so lovingly crafted. And there's like, um, like the girls are like doing goofy dances and stuff. And it's like, there's clear misunderstanding, but it's so loving. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. And I, I, I wish that every movie had moments like that. Like it makes, it makes me kind of emotional. And like it was a very it. also clear um, sort of presentation of the relationship between yeah. Jess and Jules and the rest of the soccer team mm-hmm. that we didn't get a lot of that through the movie, but we got just enough through throughout it to get that payoff in that one scene. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, and it was so, it was so like, it was like there's a culture gap, but we love you so much that we're trying. And like, and the and and so that all yeah, it all comes from love. Yeah, yeah. And so it makes for just a very sweet. And fun scene. Yeah. Which I guess maybe is my, my statement on the whole movie of like, I feel that all of the humor in this movie comes from such a gentle place. Yeah. So from mm-hmm. such a, from such a, from such a compassionate, such a loving place that I think maybe that is the larger thing that is yeah. so wonderful. So, <clears throat> uh, a, a big part of the draw of this movie for you specifically, you're talking about that it was also like one of the very first times you ever saw um, uh, a movie about a, a brown family with a with an Asian lead. Um, I'm wondering, do you think that that's a part of it? Like the 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 fact that it, it is not only um, a movie that you can relate to because it like marries the two cultures that you feel the, the most tied to, but also that it does it in a specifically loving way. Oh, is absolutely. It that? Yes. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, that's interesting. So. That's interesting. Yeah. So that is something that you would like to take forward is like, yeah. if I ever try to even touch culture in any sort of way whatsoever in the future, I want it to be from that place. Yeah. That's yeah. sick. That's super cool. What about you? What's your um, steal? <laughs> uh, my steal, I actually really like the idea of um, soliloquies, not necessarily the way that they did it, but I totally forgot that that was a, like, that was on limits. Does that make any sense? Like that was still a tool that could be used. Oh right, because you don't you don't see that. In yeah, movies. it's in movies so rare. Particular. Yeah, and I know there are reasons for that, but I'm wondering if there's a way in which we could do it and do it well. Yeah, if 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 it's if it's the idea of a soliloquy as a whole, or if like there's doesn't need to do need to be done through VO or like. Well, I feel like V. I I, I feel like VO specifically. I mean, I I feel like that's just not soliloquy anymore. Yeah, and then it's just it's just oh. narration, right? Yeah. Um, but I'm wondering if there is a way to use soliloquy that like there's not another way other than that. Like you need it like that because I think fundamentally, like to watch a character go through something and like think through something, yeah, is a very enjoyable thing to watch. I think my issue with the soliloquies in this movie is that like the characters didn't really go anywhere. Right. Right. Sure. Sure. Right. Yeah, and, but but like there there's. I I think what's so interesting about soliloquies, or what's always been so, so interesting about soliloquies for me, isn't as much the, like the the mental journey that they have to go on, like in between like their scenes with the characters, whatever. It's more that there's something about saying it out loud. There's something about saying the thing out loud that, um, 
that not not only for the actor but like for the for the person for the character that um i think is really important and does something different than just than just acting on it um or just or or us watching the thought process take place but the um but the actual physical speaking of it. Maybe maybe that's like you were saying, you you watch them go through the thought process for the most part, and then they come to like a, like one line that they say out loud or something. Yeah. Or maybe it's VO, and then at the very end they say it. I think they might do that in like, not Deadpool. It, something dumb like that, but where like most of it's VO, and then they're like, oh, this is it. Yeah. Or like, oh, I understand now. Or oh, da da da, out loud. Because the, dis- the discovery, a character reaching a discovery is a very rich moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because, and then it's like sometimes, like, you re- the audience member reaches that discovery yeah. with the character. So then it feels like you're on that journey. That there's like the, 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 the like, ideod- ideological yeah. arc of the yeah. scene, and, there, and there's the mental arc of the scene, but then there's also the physical arc, which is they go from mental VO to saying it out loud. Yeah. Or like feeling so pushed to do the thing or inspired that they have to say it out loud. Yeah. I think there's something cool about that that I have not seen recently. Um, what is a cut? A cut? Yeah. Um, You're like, man, this movie would have been a lot better without this. I think, oh gosh, you really threw it to me and I wasn't really sure. So, um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say... <laughs> Uh, it's I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna lay down and and really confront with the fact that I just didn't like Jonathan Reese Myers interpretation <laughs> oh my God. of the character Joe. Joe I just again. Didn't. Well, because Fucking out Joe. the gate, it's just like he's too nice, uh-huh. and then he was just too nice throughout the whole movie. And but then also like when he was tough as a coach, I'm just like, yeah, but that's you're just being a bad coach right now. <laughs> like I understand, like you don't want your player to get a red card, but like. You should have been livid. Like, are you kidding me? Like, oh my god. Like, your player just got a racial slur thrown at them by the opposing (laughs) team and then got a red card just for pushing the other player. I would have that ref's plate. I mean, have that ref's head on a plate. (laughs) Oh, I would take their plate and I would just have it. I would just have that plate of theirs. And and then he goes to kiss her later. It's Aaron! And and there's just such a clear conflict of interest. And, and and there's a part of me that's like, oh, well, you know, the time. And I'm like, no, it's 2003. It's, it's too, it, that wasn't that long ago. No. You yeah. should have said something. And also, and also it felt weird to me that Jess was then, was then like, I don't know, not like, get the fuck away from me a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like how, how she then was like, th- there was no, there was no skip or no beat after that experience where she was like, where the fuck were y'all? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that, was t- that, that wasn't even a thought. I think that there needs weird. to be a character like Joe. I think Joe just needs to be different. Yeah. <laughs> would you make him, like, slumpy? Oh, would you make him Nick from New Girl? Uh, is that uh, uh, with the guy with the beard? There we go. Yeah, um, where he's, like, charming and he he's like still a, clearly attractive. Isn't he, like, but, an like, idiot, though? Uh, sometimes. He becomes more of an idiot the more the show goes on. But, like, where he's just kind of like, ah, uh, you know. But he's 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 way more of a sports guy. He's It's it's not as much that you're, like, banking on his sex appeal. It's more like he's just Well, charming. I mean, and I, I think that, I think that maybe, like, that would be the thing. Is I think that, all, like, the whole, the whole love interest situation would be less creepy 
if he was just a charming person that she was attracted to. Yeah, rather than rather like than a him him seeming thing. to pursue her. Oh, I see. You know I see. What I mean? see. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I do get like it was, I guess, a little while ago. But you're right. Like, two thousand three wasn't a million years ago, and like it's been a thing forever to like have female athletes like have issues with their coaches. Yeah. You know, so like <laughs> maybe we shouldn't do more of that. <laughs> <laughs> right. 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 Would you cut that as well, or or is there like another part of yeah. the movie? I just the whole. Uh, the whole pinky wedding storyline i understand it's important and i'm glad that we get like i'm really pumped when we actually get to the wedding yeah but i just am bored by it because i'm like i'm not invested in pinky as a character like i'm i'm like i i want i don't know i want some kind of sisterly something yeah pinky felt so on the side uh and also kind of Kind of like a plot device. Yeah, yeah. I As guess opposed to like, because I, I felt like the mom and dad were much more like characters, especially the dad. Um, well, I mean, and I felt like they started to flesh her out when they were like they had like the, the thing with her and her fiance in the car and whatever, and it's like like she's sneaking around too to do kind of what she wants. Yeah. But I just feel that it we wasn't get a look at that enough. I think that yeah. actually hindered though. I think that really? like the 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 starting to explore her character or starting to flesh her out is part of what what made it worse for me because, because it was, I was like, like what what else yeah you're yeah exactly wasting my time at that point um yeah because because you've started something that you're not going to finish clearly yeah. um because because I, I mean i liked the actress i liked the like and i liked the scenes that she was in i guess yeah I just, like i i just didn't feel that the that that her relationship with jess or her relationship with her husband was fleshed out enough to really get me invested in that yeah i because because that, that was my mind too there was um and you're talking about it being a plot device i think it would have like there, there, there's a way in which it being a plot device isn't a bad thing that her character doesn't have to be huge yeah. for you to still get the wedding i think for, for me you still get just, the idea it's just a lot of screen time right that's what i mean if yeah. for such a lack of a character yeah right. it's like there were a lot of scenes where i was like i th- we could have spent this developing yeah. like pinky sh- like right. felt like she should have been more important yeah as or a character. or you can she either needed to be way more important or way less important yeah that right exactly exactly yeah like th- th- there's a way in which you could have taken taken pinky's character down uh a couple fucking notches and then but but also um uh, have have kept all of the reasons that you needed her in the first place. Mm-hmm. That you clearly needed the character when writing the outline. Mac. Yeah. What are I? I know we were we were harping on this movie, particularly in this segment, a lot of it. But I I would like your final thoughts uh-huh. um, on this film. I always compare early two thousands movies to She's the Man with Amanda Bynes. Um, I'm gonna say right now that's not a good movie. I'm gonna say right now this movie's better. Oh um, yeah, yes. No, oh, yeah. I had a good time watching this movie. The yeah. last time I watched She's the Man, I did not enjoy it. But here's the thing though, She's the Man is always what I used to represent like the kid and teen early 2000s movies. Yeah, the style, exactly. So I'm excited and I'm only going to recommend it because I think that this is this is more the style. This yeah. is more what it is. This movie is very very silly. I think it's for me, it's very easy to like look at the problems at this movie, but this movie also, it's weird because it does a good job of not taking itself seriously and also taking itself seriously at both the right moments and the wrong moments at the same time. It's very difficult to ar- articulate 
because this movie is also it's good and it's also not good. Um, but regardless, I had such a. I know it makes no sense. You shake your head, Shama. I know, but I I think it was just like for where how I view it is that I think this movie has a lot of problems, but I still had such a fun time watching it, and I couldn't help but laugh not just at uh, the jokes the movies make, uh, the joke, sorry, the jokes that the movie would make, but also like sometimes like this movie is just absurd. It's just out there. Um, but I had such a great time watching it that I would absolutely watch it again. Mm. And clearly you would oh, recommend yeah. it. Yes, I would highly recommend this movie. I think it's a great movie. I think it's uh, wonderful and loving and funny and... Great. It is definitely all those things. Yes. I can. I want to make it clear. I, it's definitely all. It is. It is wonderful. It is fun, and it is loving. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 similar to what you were saying, the 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 main thing being, it is um, one of the most uh, clever and heartfelt ways that I've seen. Like you're saying, the, the merging of cultures. Yeah. That was a really really cool take. And it, and it frustrates me because I don't feel like, or at least I haven't been exposed to a lot of movies that have to do with, in particular, South Asian families. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so I thought this movie, or at least I felt, I mean, I don't know, but I felt like this movie did a very good job of, like, showing that and and showing, like, an appreciation for that, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, and I wish there were more movies that, was centered around that yeah. and like focus more on that culture. Yeah. Yes. Mac. Obviously, I agree with this. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> Good. Mac. Uh-huh. What are we looking at next time? Okay, so the thing that we're looking at for next week um, is an album. Okay. So we're listening to music, and that album is called Pony by Rex Orange County. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what, something that I've uh, that I've been super proud of so far is that most of the stuff we made, especially been like Beckham, uh, hasn't actually been reviewed before. Um, like if you look up been like Beckham on YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify, no one's reviewing that shit. It's yeah. just us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was in two thousand two, so. Yeah, fair, but like really, barely, we were talking about this before the podcast, barely any of the stuff we've reviewed so far has been reviewed by anyone else. And it makes sense why they haven't. But, um, but this one has been reviewed by, by, by quite a lot of people. And so I would really like to, um, uh, dip our toe in this pond because I think that it, um, is, uh, worthwhile and it's something that we definitely haven't tried yet. Awesome. Thank you, Shama. So much. Aww, thank course. you a lot. Thank you, you so rock. Much, this is fantastic. Uh, thank you guys so much for having me. And Mac, yeah. go to hell. <laughs>